In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. How will you approach the king? Do you come like the drummer boy, seeking what you can do for him? But look at yourself, your heart, your troubles, your sin, your trials. What need could he have of you? What goodness do you have to offer that he doesn't already possess? Or do you come to him and make your demands? Heal this affliction. Make that problem go away. Restore this fault. Reconcile that relationship. Do you come hoping that he will stay in his cradle and conduct himself according to your ideas? That you can keep him confined there and only approach him when it suits you, when it's convenient? Do you desire to come to Bethlehem at all? Do you fear what you might find there You know the king is coming to conquer sin, and you are a sinner. For thus says the Lord God, no man can see my face and live. He dwells in blinding light. Behold him, how shall you approach him who is unapproachable? Isaiah peered into heaven and was undone. Are you better than he? Are you afraid of the God who comes barreling in with an army of soldiers and tanks, who comes from the outside to conquer the world and destroy it, and everyone in it? Or do you think of his visit like that of a politician after disaster, He lends his presence to show his care that he's not going to leave people alone to suffer, that they will have every financial and logistical resource possible. But the visit of a politician or bureaucrat never lasts very long. Even when he dons a hard hat and work boots for an hour or two, it's really for the optics the photo op and the personal publicity. And once he's made his appearance, his visitation is over and he returns home. The experience of disaster fades in his memory and he lives safely away from our madness and troubles. But do you see and hear the infant small in his lowly manger? Do you see that he comes not in terror, but with his infant hand stretched out toward you? Will you not grasp it? The Lord has visited his people. He has taken on your own flesh and made it his own. He will keep it for all eternity. And because he wears your flesh, he can take your troubles and trials 
your temptations and trespasses, and he takes them into himself. Unlike the visit of a bureaucrat or politician, he hasn't come for the photo op, for he is despised and rejected. Nails and spears shall pierce him through. A God who comes to you in this way means to say that his visit is a visit that shall last for all eternity. He comes among you with his baptism for the forgiveness of sins, with his body and blood for your redemption, and he will never leave you or forsake you. Even now in his flesh, he stands before his Father, interceding on your behalf. In his flesh, he rules the world. His birth among you proclaims that he has come to save you from within your world to rebuild what has gone wrong. Take note what the angel proclaimed. He is called Jesus because he saves his people from their sins. In Bethlehem, the second person of the most holy trinity has appeared as a true man to take away the world's sin and to bear away your guilt and shame. Man now receives God's goodwill. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Hear the words of this hymn. All my heart again rejoices as I hear far and near sweetest angel voices. Christ is born. Their choirs are singing till the air everywhere now with joy is ringing. Forth today the conqueror goeth. Now the foe, sin and woe, death and hell overthroweth. God is man, man to deliver. And the Son now is one with our blood forever. Shall we still dread God's displeasure? who to save freely gave his most cherished treasure to redeem us. He hath, he hath given us his own son from the throne of his might in heaven. Should he who himself imparted aught withhold from the fold and leave us brokenhearted? Should the son of God not love us, who to cheer sufferers here left his throne above us. If our blessed Lord and maker hated men, would he then be of flesh partaker? If he in our woe delighted, would he bear all the care of our race benighted? He comes, our lamb that taketh sin away and forever full atonement maketh. For our life his own he tenders, and our race by his grace meet for glory renders. Hark, a voice from yonder manger soft and sweet doth entreat. You are safe from danger. Brethren, from all ills that grieve you, you are freed, and all you need I will surely give you. Come then. Banish all your sadness. One and all, great and small, come with songs of gladness. Love him who with love is glowing. 
Hail the star, near and far light and joy bestowing. Ye whose anguish knew no measure, weep no more. See the door to celestial pleasure. Cling to him, for he will guide you where no cross, pain, or loss can again betide you. Hither come, ye heavy-hearted, who for sin that's deep within ye long and sore have smarted. For the poisoned wounds your feeling help is near. One is here mighty for their healing. Hither come, ye poor and wretched. Know his will is to fill every hand outstretched. Here are riches without measure. Here forget all regret. Fill your hearts with treasure. Let me in my arms receive thee. On thy breast let me rest, Savior, ne'er to leave me. Since thou hast thyself presented now to me, I shall be evermore contented. Guilt no longer can distress me. Son of God, thou my load bearest to release me. Stain in me thou findest never. I am clean. All my sin is removed forever. I am pure in thee believing. From thy store evermore righteous robes receiving. In my heart I will enfold thee, O treasure rare. Let me there while loving ever hold thee. Dearest Lord, thee will I cherish. Though my breath may fail in death, yet I shall not perish. But with thee I abide forever, there on high in that joy which can vanish never. From the manger, newborn light shines in glory through the night. Darkness there no more resides. In this light, faith now abides. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. The peace of God keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.